for 11 years in a row. Ranking Arizona's number one most trusted referral network, rosieonthehouse.com. Information that you can't get anywhere else. And over three decades of Rosie on the House. That's all right. Go ahead and tap your toe. It's okay to smile. It's okay to have a sparkle in your eye. Let the anxiety of the week melt away. Fall off your shoulders and out of your heart. You're in. Every Arizona homeowner's happy place. My house. Rosie on the house. Good Saturday morning to you all. Here with my son, Romy, is in the broadcast studio. We've got uh, Sweet Jennifer in the call screening booth. We've got uh, Carol Grace Vor. I always want to say Carol Grace Romero. Uh, Carol Grace Vor, our sweet little baby of six, now happily married to a fine, fine man, Mr. Jordan Vor. And, uh, of course, our broadcast engineer, Mr. Gary D. We're all here this morning to talk about something everybody loves. You and your house. Give us a ring if you've got any project or concern uh, or question about something around your house, home, castle, or cabin. Join the conversation. We're a call-in talk show, one 767 4348 I do have a few things to cover by way of follow-up. Uh, thanks for covering for me. Last week, I appreciate that. Uh, I had a very unexpected uh, need to be absent last Saturday. But I wanted to bring up our calendar. Our 2021 calendar has a mailing list that's thousands of people long. And we mailed those the middle of December. I finally got mine. It hit the West Valley this week. And when... The postal service was overrun during the holiday season. Apparently, in some districts, bulk mail got sequestered to handle later. And apparently, apparently, I don't know, but apparently our bulk mail of these calendars were part of the sequestered lot. And when you have a list of a th- thousands of people that want them and they don't get them, we get hundreds of phone calls at the office all week long. Where's my calendar? Where's my I calendar? I signed up for it. I got it last year. All those phone calls ended last week. So apparently they've all been shipped. But we have an ongoing growing list of people who have never had a calendar before that want one. And because they're free... Uh, and I'm cheap, uh, we don't like to mail them out until we can get enough to appreciate the savings of bulk mail. So Arizona homeowners, if you've never been put on the mailing list to receive a free Rosie on the Host homeowners handbook calendar, we want you to go to Rosie on the House this morning and either order a new calendar or order multiple copies of calendars, and we will take the first 100 entries, and one of you will win a Made in America Valley Forge American flag and flag staff. 
So Valley Forge is a seamstress, the manufacturer out of right. Pennsylvania. Made in America. This is a good quality, heavy cotton nylon, all weather, gorgeous American flag. So we need those of you who aren't familiar with the calendar or would like to give these calendars as a gift to get online at rosyonthehouse.com. Get registered. Out of the first 100 entries that are in, we will draw one and send you a Valley Forge made in America, red, white, and blue, old glory, to wave at your home. And the Home Maintenance Calendar Homeowner Handbook is made to be a complement to the broadcast. It gives you an idea of what our topic for the month will be, uh, the theme of the month. It'll also tell you what we're covering in our outdoor living hour each week. It'll let you know what happens in our open home hour. We have a weekly to-do where we tackle one home maintenance item a week. It'll also let you know where we're drawing for the staycation right now. What are, we're past, nope, you have until January 15th to enter for the staycation. For February, the destination is the Grand Canyon. Oh, baby. And then we also have at the bottom a place for our partners to uh, have promotional ads. And a perfect example uh, for this month, January, Fox Valley Electric is offering 10% off with 0% financing on a backup home generator. They were on with this last July That's talking right. about this new Kohler backup generator that we have. If you've got um, an area where you have power outages or you just want to make sure that you know a transformer gets hit and down the neighborhood and your whole block goes out, you've got the op- ability to keep your home running. Now, it's not going to do the entire home, but you can keep your refrigerators and your freezers and you know all your food storage. You can turn on and run your air conditioning at certain points of the time. So it, it, it's not like you've got the complete uh, you know, utility grid back on to your home, but it keeps you operating normal. I'm working with him on a brainstorm. You get that natural gas-powered generator to turn on during your peak purchase electric hours and let the generator run all your electricity on the on-peak period. I think that generator will pay for itself in about a year, maybe two at the most. We're working on it. We're developing it. All right. To be continued. To be continued. I We are going to get this thing worked out. I so promise you. All you have to do is just email us, info at rosyonthehouse.com, and let us know the address you want it sent to. We don't sell that address. That's right. You know, it's just it's saved for an, annually mailing you this home maintenance calendar. We don't plant cookies. There's not going to be any other waste junk mail ever into your mailbox because you wanted a calendar. We're We're... We're vicious about that. Very vicious. I'm so vicious that if I could be king for a day, I'd tell you that you could, it'd be against the law for anybody you don't know to call your phone. That's my private property. I don't need to listen to somebody telling me that my truck warranty is expiring and they've got this special deal. They can extend it for, you know, another five years for $300. That phone is mine. If I didn't invite you to call me, don't call me. Hey, I never ever am um, 
I'm always surprised at the reach we have and what the internet can do for good information. Two weeks ago, we posted an article, Can I Burn My Christmas Tree in the Fireplace? Friends I know in Cabin John, Maryland, Grand Rapids, Michigan, Seattle, Washington, and Boulder, Colorado, all emailed me with, hey, we were taking down the decorations from our tree, and we Googled, can we burn Christmas tree in fireplace? And our article was the number one article popping up on Google all across the country about not burning your Christmas tree in the fireplace. It's 9 o'clock. It's our op- uh, on the house hour. We spend this hour talking about something specifically on your house. Uh, oftentimes, we bring in our partners to do that. But as we've talked about last week, you know, it's still kind of the beginning of the new year. Everyone's getting back in the swing of things. Um, it's a lot to, you know, we don't like to interrupt people's family time. And one of the things Rosie wanted to talk about was the amount of people that are moving to Arizona. Uh, or if you're a first time home buyer, there's things about Arizona specifically that you need to look for when you're selecting your home. And we've got a great article put together for that, that we're going to go through this hour. We post the articles on Tuesday. We have a link that is in our newsletter on Thursdays that we send out. Uh, we have an email newsletter as well. kind of gives you a preview of what comes up, uh, on Saturday. The calendar is a big picture of what's coming up, the newsletter is much more dialed down because the newsletter we send out weekly, the calendar we have to have ready, 2022 has to be ready for print by July. Well, what we put together to cover in 2020, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of time span between that. So it's not always exactly uh, perfect. A lot of things can change over time. But the newsletter is two days before the broadcast, so it really hones in on specifically what we're covering. Absolutely. So that if you're a subscriber to that, you've already got a preview. Uh, if you went and took the time to read through the article on what we'll be talking about today, but we get the whole hour now to cover it. You talk about sometimes we bring in some of our own certified experts. Well, we've got a special guest coming in next week, Bridges Connor. <laughs> Her company is Get Organized. It's a perfect show for the beginning of the year about getting your home organized she'll be joining us live in studio next saturday it's gonna be a great show and the rest of the month we've got a great lineup on the 23rd we've got galaxy lending will be in studio with us talking about home lending options refinancing two percent two percent interest rates (laughs) and then on the 30th we have focus companies will be in here talking homeowners insurance homeowners warranties and best practices and our recommendations you know when you buy a home a lot of people try and sell you all kinds of different uh, warranties oh, sure. and this and that. And what 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 really is a smart investment? And there's so many things that you just end up paying for monthly indefinitely if you don't take the initiative to cancel that you'll never use or isn't doing you any favors except filling up someone else's bank accounts. I think one of the biggest favors we can do for y'all is let you know we are not a fan of home warranties. And there's a whole lot of reasons for that. And we'll be covering it that particular Saturday. That'll be why, the 30th of this month. Why we are not fans 
of the home warranty industry. Hey, when we get back, there's seven color of color, seven shades of color that they're predicting are going to be the hot thing this year. I want to talk about that and what Romy thinks about that. Romy introduced me to the world of color. My whole family grew up in Navajo white. I think we had a pantry that was cottage white, but everything else was Navajo white forever. Romy built his first home and introduced accent colors that I thought, wow, why haven't I ever thought of doing that? That really looks good. So I want his take on the seven shades for 2021. And I want to welcome all the new Arizona homeowners and give you information on what you need to know about first-time home buying in Arizona. And it's different. You know why it's different? Because every other home improvement national radio call-in talk show on home improvement has never made it in the Sunbelt because things are so different here. All right, let's color their world, Romy. And I didn't, I'm not a color expert. I actually hired somebody to come select the colors because everything I picked out, when I put the samples on, I was so unhappy with it. I paid somebody to come pick the colors out. Well, and and that's a lesson to be learned. (laughs) And when I saw your house and what color did, we hired an interior designer at our house, Janelle Davis, and asked Janelle to come and help pick um, new fabrics to recover the the furniture with, and order two new couches. And I mean it. And I feel so much better in my home with color. And I I never knew not to use Navajo white. And we had a. I think it's already been two years now. We had Sherwin Williams in talking about. Yeah. The science of color selection. It was actually quite fascinating, and it's something you don't really think about. It's not a manly conversation, you'd think, but it when you are really comfortable in your home, it oh th- my. That, that's why you have a oh. home, to be comfortable a- in it. Absolutely, and it's amazing the impact color can make on your frame of mind. It is called biophilia hypothesis. <laughs> oh, no, I had to look that up. I'm not going. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to try and pull anything over your eyes. I had to look that up. It's the idea that humans possess an innate tendency to seek connections with nature and other forms of life. The term biophilia was used by German-born American psychoanalyst in his book *The Anatomy of Human Destructiveness*. <laughs> but it's called urban biophilia. And Sherwin-Williams has a color now called Urban Bronze. Mm-hmm. You know the funny thing about these? You look at the colors and you're like, "What? You know, go pick out a paint deck fan, scroll through it, and it's like, how can I tell the difference between these six colors? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Like and, and, and I'd like to find the person that invented those paint deck fans and just... Beat him Slap with a frozen with salmon. <laughs> just beat him with the paint deck. That's just about as hard as one. Just, just a take a frozen salmon. salmon slab out of the freezer and just beat him with it. I think they have to discontinue old colors that they aren't selling. And 
Maybe just well, they, change they it, discontinue it. every color right after you buy it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, not anymore. They 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 do have very the, scientific oh, the, color oh, matching. Oh, the new computer matching uh, machines that they came out with about 15, 20 years ago have been a real lifesaver. Here, let me read something to you. Uh, Urban Bronze by Sherwin Williams has unique ability to ground a room through organic appeal. It looks like dirt to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you hear bronze. I'm like, that doesn't even look anything close to bronze. <laughs> okay, how about Benjamin Moore's Aegean a teal? Now, that's that is a pretty a nice color. blue, though. That's a nice color. My favorite room in our house is the breakfast room with that light, light. It's lighter than mint green. It's a very, very slight tint of green with the crown molding and the shutters, a dark plantation green. I just love the feel of that room. It's it's like even when it's 115 outside, that room feels cooler. Now, the thermostat set at 68, but <laughs> it still feels cooler just because of the color that it is. I love that. The uh, PPG's natural, natural and serene. I'm 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 not feeling that one. That's too. I, I don't know. I I okay. So in this picture, the roof is kind of a blue, the one that, wall is kind peculiar. of a tan, and then the back's a peach. I, it's too. I, it, there's not a big contrast there. If the colors were more contrasting, I think I'd like it a little bit better. But the re, the way the rest of the room is, it's all too. When when you've got two walls oh. a different color than the ceiling. What's the first thing your eyes are drawn to? Look at that picture. The ceiling. The corners. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, right, you, where they all you, come together. You go straight to the corner. Now, man, is that where you want the focus of your of and, your eye to be? And I do most of my rooms are, are three colors. That when, when we paint a room, now the ceiling's usually a white. Yes. Right? But white's a color. And then you've got uh, you know your two walls, one color, two the other. I, I just like that. I know gray's really in right now. I'm I'm really not a fan of gray. I'm yeah. not a fan of gray. Actually, I've heard it's on the way out, which I'm kind of glad. How about Sherwin-Williams' Passionate Baby? <laughs> and I don't know how this looks. Owens Coring has a new roof shingle color, aged iron. I don't know how that got in the paint one, but I actually like that roof. That's a sharp-looking roof. That, that is a good-looking roof. That is a good-looking roof. When we get we'll back, post that link. It's from proremodeler.com. We'll throw it up on the archive page. You can go. There's nobody that plays a meaner air guitar than Rosie Romero. Go ahead and let it roll, Gary. I can't carry a note. To hear music at my house, the stereo must be turned on. But I play a mean air guitar. All right. I started the hour by inviting y'all to jump on our website, rosieonthehouse.com, and request the 2021 Rosie on the House Homeowner Handbook Calendar. And I said I wanted 100 new requests. We're well over halfway there. Go ahead 
and let's cross the finish line. Reach out to rosieonthehouse.com. Let us know if you want, uh, if you are a new person to Arizona, we want to talk to you this segment right now about things you need to know about owning a home in Arizona. If you're new, jump on the website, rosieonthehouse.com, and request a calendar. And even if you're not new, everybody needs a calendar, right? And we don't share any of that information. That's a need-to-know right. piece of information there. That's but right. Sweet PJ called in this so, morning. Okay, to, to technically we do share it. When we have to give it to the mail people to oh, go okay. deliver, but we don't sell. So it. We, we got don't busted on that technicality. Oh jeez, <laughs> I didn't have That's my really rim shot. <laughs> I didn't have my rim shot sound effect ready. Uh, <laughs> well, Miss PJ just said to give you a big hug this morning and a thank you for the way you light up Saturday mornings. And she called for her calendar because she doesn't have email. So if oh. you're, if you're a person who doesn't use email, you can still get a calendar by giving us a call. And we'll we'll write it down and send it to you. So. Don't, you don't have to miss out. Yeah, during the week, you can call the office, and the phone is still answered by a live person. Now, if you want to join the conversation now and talk about your house, home, castle, or cabin, you dial one 767 An automatic attendant will answer. And then if you'll just push one, it will bypass the message and shoot you straight into the call screening booth here in the broadcast studio. And my wife of 42 years, sweet Jennifer, will pick up the phone and find out your name, where you're calling from, your question, and we'll get to you as quick as we can. So get online and request your calendar. I want to break 100 requests today. One of you, the first 100, will be entered into a pool to win a Made in America Valley Forge flag. Sweet Carol, I see that hand. We had Brett email in and say, Rosie. I still listen to Rosie on the House, still love to listen, but I moved to Iowa. Can I still get a calendar? Yeah, he can still get a calendar. You bet. You bet. I can't believe the number of requests we get from all across the country. And it's generally Arizonans who unfortunately were called to move out of the state. Good morning. Let me talk to y'all about the topic of the hour. What you need to know as a first-time home buyer in Arizona, 200 and 30 people a day moved in to Arizona last year. That, that's just Maricopa. That's not, I, that stat doesn't include Tucson and Pima and Pinal. Oh, Romy. <laughs> I know. It's kind of good news, but it's kind of bad news. That's just Maricopa that's County? That's just Maricopa. Do they all drive on the 101? <laughs> Feels like it some days. Oh, man. Well, we want to say welcome. As long-term residents here, Romy's a native. I moved here in 1966. Um, I think we had a million and a half people in Arizona in 1966. You could, you could take your Jeep, your four-wheel drive, your Ford F-150, and go anywhere on a dirt road and be instantly by yourself for an entire weekend in a million different places. And th- those places are hard to find now. And here's what I always have to just circle back around to to calm myself when we're talking about the population and the growth. Germany is almost the same size as Arizona. I know. <laughs> We're pushing, what, 8 million people in yeah, Arizona? Yeah, we are. We are. And Germany's pushing AD yeah. million. So 10 times more dense of a population. It is. And it is. I've never been there, but the pictures I see from when you guys went, 
there's still ski resorts. There's still mountains. There are. There's still plenty of open country. But the thing I want to say to you homeowners is welcome. Homeownership is different. Uh, and I want you all to think exactly like me so the state doesn't change. <laughs> the first thing you need to know about Arizona homeownership is we have 300 days a year of very, very intense sun. And that ultraviolet plays havoc on anything you elect to show to the sun. Okay? And in this article that's on our website, we actually have a picture of what we call a territorial home, which tend to be pretty popular in the Sun Belt. It's a home designed after the Native American Pueblo Indians, where it's an adobe look, where wood timbers were used as the roof structure and the load-bearing lintels across doors uh, and wide openings. And it is what they had on hand in the 1400s and before, 1500s, 1600s. It was the building material that was indigenous to the area. Well, if you like that look, and I, I live in a home that's territorial. Let me just tell you, I've lived in that home now for 30 years. If you like that look and you buy it in a wood-framed variety, it's wood-framed, probably two-by-four, two-by-six, with one inch of foam stucco on the outside, some chicken wire, some vapor barrier, and wood vegas, round poles, sticking into the parapets uh, for accent, big heavy wood beams serving as headers across the windows, across the overhead garage door. There's actually a picture of one in the article we published today on our website. Uh, you are buying, and there are flat roofs. I just want you to know, if you're in love with that style, and that's the kind of home you just have to have, you are buying the highest maintenance home possible. Okay? Uh, the sun hates wood. The only thing the sun hates worse than wood is vinyl. So if you're going to show vinyl to the sun or you're going to show wood to the sun, you're going to spend a lot of your weekends not enjoying the great Arizona outdoors. You're going to be spending your weekend Doing, doing maintenance. Now, if you want that look and you want to get rid of all of that, there are building techno technology, building science that can avoid all that. First of all, you build in block and you can put um, a very good bond with a, with a plaster over it. A lot of these homes are built with um, stick and st uh, wood framed build it masonry and then instead of using wood vegas use uh you know metal and then you can just cover it in fiberglass that l is formed to look like wood and standing from the ground you can't even tell it's not wood and you know you got you may have to replace that once every 50 years from sun fade but th there are ways to do it 
um, builders just unfortunately often take, you know, they're, they're, and, and it's not always, I, I give the builder a hard time. A lot of times it's, it's the consumer. Uh, cause if they're looking at their budget for building their home and let's say we're working with a million dollar budget to build a home, they're going to spend 80% on glitz and glamor and 20% on structure and, uh, longevity, if they would reverse that mindset and realize spend 80% on the structural integrity and you can live in a home where you've got the rest of your life to spend on glitz and glamour instead of spending it on repairs and maintenance yeah. because you went cheap and you bought the glitz and the glamour up front. <laughs> and now you've put yourself in a situation the rest of the life of that home, you're spending chasing repairs and fixing cheap stuff they they can be hard to find but if you can find a masonry home you're going to be investing in a home that will require about one-fourth the maintenance of a framed home that's stucco and we went framing with foam and stucco as a cost-saving measure back in the late 70s and early 80s prior to that the 60s uh, a lot of the older homes all across Arizona, we're all masonry. And when you go into one of those neighborhoods where it's still red brick masonry, yeah. um, Glendale's got a few great neighborhoods. Oh, absolutely. South Scottsdale's got a few great neighborhoods. John F. Long built out in subdivisions all over Mason. the valley. Uh, uh, Continental homes in Scottsdale down around Osborne and Oak. And those are those are just rock-solid homes. And these are homes that they've never had to paint because the dye was in the brick, so the brick was your finished exterior color. So you've saved that money from not having to paint every 10 years. Um, the people that paint them end up hating themselves because then they've automatically created, created a, a maintenance, maintenance problem. <laughs> so look for masonry. Uh, territorial will be your most expensive. The other style home that's most common in Arizona is just a ranch home, which is a sloped roof. That has an overhang, an eave, that goes past the outside walls, about two or three feet. That takes the rain drip away from your foundation. Also creates a shadow line on your exterior walls. A much lower maintenance home than the territorial style. And I would tell you, from, from those of you moving here from colder climates, you're used to a heater that generates heat. So I would tell you, ranch-style masonry in a dual-energy neighborhood would be like three. I will never, ever replace the home I'm in without buying a masonry, ranch-style, in a dual-energy neighborhood. You've got the gas for the gas furnace. You're not relying on a heat pump. We get calls all winter long, not this winter so far, but all winter long during the wet, cold season, people are saying, my heater's broken. And I say, is it electric? Yes. Well, that's a heat pump, and it's only going to generate air that's colder than your body temperature. It will warm your house to 72, 74, 76 degrees. But it isn't going to be like the furnace you had in Detroit or Chicago or Cleveland or Dayton, where when that baby came on in the morning and you were eating that cold bowl of cereal, you could feel that warm air coming down the back of your neck and you just loved it. Well, that's not a heat pump. It ain't going to work like that. So 
Masonry? Now, we don't have the kind of cold that requires that you... Uh, in, you can get by uh, with a heat pump. If you get up in Flagstaff, you might have those kind of cold mornings, but yeah. you're not going to have a cold Detroit morning in Pinal, Pima. You wouldn't <laughs> think so, but how many phone calls do we get on a wet January when it's down in the 20s or low 30s? That they think it's not working, yeah. And they think it's not working, because it just will not produce air any warmer than about 94 degrees. So, welcome... All of you, 230 a day to Maricopa County. Glad you're here. I'm glad you found us, Rosie on the House. We have been every Arizona homeowner's best friend for over 30 years. We're here as a free service to you. We've been building and remodeling in Arizona since ever since I got my driver's license in 1972. Uh, and we're here for you, and we're free. <laughs> Isn't this refreshing? Three hours of radio broadcasting with no news that can weigh you down, surface your hate, your anxiety, and your fears. And programming. (laughs) It's your happy place, Rosie on the House, and we're just privileged to be the ones to be able to bring it to you. We've been talking about the article published today at Rosie on the House, what you, as a new first-time home buyer in Arizona, need to know about buying a home in Arizona. We don't have time to finish covering all the material. It talks about landscaping. You know, when you're, welcome to Arizona. If you're buying a home on the floor of the desert, 70% of the water you use all year long will go to your landscaping. So be smart about what you put in your landscaping. We all need to conserve water. I want you to think about interior considerations. Windows matter. How about waste disposal? Have you ever been on a septic system before? We've got lots of neighborhoods throughout Arizona that are on septic systems. Did you move to an area that, from an area that naturally has soft water? Well, baby, if you moved to Arizona, you got hard water now. You're going to have to learn how to deal with it. You're also going to have to learn how to beat those high air conditioning bills in the summer. You've left expensive heating bills in the winter. Well, baby... Next July and August, you're going to wonder, how can I beat this electric bill? Super cooling. We've got all the answers for you at Rosie on the House. And we end the article by saying, once you're here, once you've bought that house, we want you to get out and enjoy the great state of Arizona. You have moved to an absolutely fabulous place. Let's get to the last couple callers and see if we can jump through them real quick. Kenny in Phoenix has a question. Let's see if we can help him out. Good morning, Kenny. Hey, good morning, Rosie. How are you, buddy? Very good, but thanks for hanging on. I know I know you've been patient here. How can we help you? Oh, that's all right. I'm just sitting out here watching my pool drain right now. You know what I mean? I'm <laughs> saving my water and irrigating my yard. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> getting ready to pressure wash and get it ready for summertime. Okay. It's a um, good time of year to hey, do my that. My question was, and I'll get to it real quick, is, Hey, I got a, one of those conventional style ranch homes you were just talking about in your previous segment with stucco siding and pop outs on it. Okay. Okay. And, um, we, I know we don't get a lot of rain, but when we do get rain, I got a problem on, on the eaves where they drop down, um, where the, where the peak, where the pitch comes down into the, and makes a little V then it runs off the house. So I got a low spot of land right there and, um, I get a lot of water buildup. So I'm going to gutter it, but I'm having a difficult time trying to figure out what type of 
screws to put through that pop out all the way into the if there's a header board in there or not. Oh, okay. So you have um, the Santa Barbara style stucco home where the stucco actually comes up right to the drip edge. And, yep. and you're wondering how to anchor to that. Yep. Okay. Well, there there is a solid anchoring member there. That's how they wrapped the stucco up to the bottom of the roof deck. You can find it. I would tell you just take a long, um, you know, electricians have really long, small uh, uh, drill bits in particular. I would take a long six or eight inch, eighth inch drill bit, and I would just probe the area so you could identify where that framing member stops. It's usually going to be about three and a half to five and a half inches below the tile line should be solid. You should have plenty to anchor to there. And what I would do is I would probably take the nail through the gutter and you've got a little ferrule sleeve that's going to hold the gutter apart. And I would tap it. I'd mark the spot. Then I'd go ahead and drill that spot and I would fill that with caulk. And then I would finish driving that uh, gutter retaining nail through that and you ought, to, you ought to be all set. Does that make sense? So you, yeah, I understand. So I got the, if I'm, I'm looking at it right now. So where the, top, where, the, where the asphalt roofing comes off, there's a little metal plate that hangs over the edge. Try and, okay? get, try and get the backside of your gutter under that middle drip edge. Okay. Okay. You, yep. you, you don't want any exposed stucco between your drip edge and the start of your gutter. So force that okay. gutter up in behind that thing. So I should go with the U-shape, the older style. Yes. As opposed older to. style rain gutters, right? As opposed to what were you thinking? Well, the newer ones that have all these plastic piece of crap clips on them. <laughs> well, <laughs> and they were, you answered your own question there. <laughs> and they, they will work pretty well exactly. for, they will work pretty well for several years because you're not here in Arizona below the rim because you're not having to deal with snow and ice loads. You, you really are just dealing with water and probably some leaf litter. Uh, those will work pretty well in the valley floor. Just know about every seven to 10 years, I'd get up there and, and think about replacing those plastic retaining clips. Because like I said, plastic, the sun loves eating plastic. It loves eating vinyl. It loves eating anything that's exposed to it. That's what we have to deal with here in Arizona. Tom, first time home caller and listener, I'll get your call, buddy. Hang on.